in there too. That would just be so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Mid Level Show, and I am so excited to have. Fran Wilson, our PA in the Johnson City office with us today. And and Fran, you know, one thing I wanted to, to, to talk to you about today was your journey from being a patient to ending up being a provider here at Performance Medicine. And uh, you mentioned before we started rolling just your time as a patient and how that started. Kind of talk to us a little bit about that. When, when did this start and, and why did you come in for the first time? When, when I was in my 40s, I, um, I had insomnia and I couldn't sleep. And I had gone through the regular way of dealing with that and taking medications and nothing was working. And I started reading a bunch of different books and I read a lot of Suzanne Summers' books on hormones and how she had gone through her aging process. And I read all about bioidentical hormones and I said, I wanna be on these, I wanna try these. So I um, searched and searched and finally found a doctor who was providing bioidentical hormones, and that's how I ended up in at performance medicine mm-hmm. as a patient of Dr. Tom Rogers. And, and that was for insomnia. You, you weren't able I, to sleep, and you I w- thought it might be a hormone problem. I kind of knew it was a hormone problem because I had suffered from insomnia one time um, after I'd had my fourth child, and i was still on birth control pills and i couldn't sleep and the minute i got rid of the birth control pills i slept wonderfully so i realized at that time there is a hormonal connection to my sleep problems do you think that's a lot of women go through is is this consistent with most women that uh, have children like what is that like i know we talk a lot about perimenopause and we talk a lot about postpartum is that kind of what you were going through at the time, and that's why you sought out, sought out hormones? No, I didn't. I didn't seek out the hormones right away. I mean, after I had my fourth child, I was only in my early thirties. Okay. I just found a way at that time to deal with my insomnia. Okay. Which was, oh my gosh, I've tried everything. I get rid of the birth control pills and get my husband to have a vasectomy, and now I sleep great. And then I didn't start having sleep issues again until I hit the perimenopause and I started losing my natural hormones. For, for the listeners out there that don't know, what is perimenopause? What is that uh, moment in time? That is when your body is kind of shutting down, you stop ovulating, and your hormones, for lack of, they go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They go crazy for a while. Nothing. And that's perimenopause. That's not postmenopause or no, menopause. No, no. Menopause is when you haven't had a period for 12 months. Okay. It's when your hormones have completely, you're not ovulating anymore. You have no more eggs. You no longer could carry a child. Okay. But when you're in the perimenopause, it's just when things are slowing down, sputtering out. Is, is that you um, know, it's different for everybody there is no there is no norm for that meaning it happens at different times for everybody it happens at different ages for different people and it happens differently for different people some people get a period every 28 days their entire life and they stop having periods and 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 they're done 
Some people start having periods closer together, some people further apart. Sometimes you'll get a period every three months, every six months. It's, it's just, it's different for everybody. And is that, is that kind of a signaler to women that they need to do something? It, like, I, I, I need to get on bioidentical hormones or, or, or not? Is that, because I know we talk a lot about perimenopause. It depends on how you look at it. Okay. It is normal to go through it um so but it is abnormal for how it was for you right so but it is normal so if you're not miserable and you're not having bad symptoms i don't know why you need to do anything but if you are miserable and you can't sleep or you're having hot flashes or you're gaining weight you're just not yourself you're losing your hair whatever it is then I think, I mean, it depends on how you feel about it, but if there's something that would help, then why wouldn't you do that? That's really interesting how, you know, for some, how it affects different people in different ways, how, you know, one person could be completely miserable, thinking they're crazy, and another person going through the same thing might not have the symptoms. Some people never have a hot flash. Yeah. I mean, what would that be like? That'd be really nice. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if the, if lab levels are an indicator like say you're not symptomatic but you're going through perimenopause where your lab where your labs be the same as another person who's going through the same thing but having symptoms does that make sense yes but i lab work doesn't always correlate 100 percent with how people are feeling yep that's that's completely true and i think that's one of the things that you know, performance medicine kind of prides itself on is we're not only going by the lab level, we're also going by symptoms. Yeah, symptoms are so important because, you know, labs fluctuate constantly, especially in perimenopause. Estrogen levels can change from being very, very low to over 400. And I think I read in a matter of something like 24 to 72 hours, they can change that much in the in the perimenopause period so you know one minute you're fine the next minute you're crying the next it's it's just um so it's a wild period of time it is it wild and some people like i said some people are fine and some people are miserable some people feel like they're going crazy some people have brain fog um so so tell us go, go back to to where you were when you're this seems to be the second bout of insomnia for you right and i was in my 40s and um nothing was wrong everything in my life was fine the only thing that was wrong was i couldn't sleep (laughs) right and then when you can't sleep you're a miserable individual um and i would it wasn't just like not being able to sleep it was like being awake all night long being so tired but incapable of falling asleep um, and, and that's also going to have impact on other health stuff, you know, like, from, oh, yeah. like you're just not going to feel good at all. I would wake my husband up all night long to let him know I still wasn't asleep, <laughs> which he still talks about. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it was traumatic for him as, as, as much as it was for you. He, all he would say is, I just don't understand because he can fall asleep anytime, anywhere. Yes. Yes. Well, so I don't know that people see the correlation between hormone therapy, bioidentical hormone therapy, and sleep. You know, I think a lot of people correlate with, you know, energy, 
you know, for men, libido, stuff like that. But, you know, I'm not sure that they put the sleep thing together. What kind of got you thinking this could be a hormone thing when you weren't able to sleep? Well, one, because of my medical background as a physician assistant, but also remembering how dramatic it was when I quit birth control pills that I could suddenly sleep again when I had horrible insomnia. Totally. Okay. So, so then I was like, okay, this is probably hormonal. And that's when I, and I was, and I read a bunch of books. So I, <laughs> I just thought, okay, this is definitely hormonal. And I just need to find a doctor who will um, prescribe bioidentical hormones. Now, was it pretty immediate? Like, so you got on bioidenticals. Was it immediate that you were able to sleep? Or was there a period of time where, you know, things still felt a little off? I, um, I did pretty well almost within the first two weeks, I would say. Definitely. You noticed a difference that you were I, able to sleep. I did notice a difference. I was able to sleep again. Um, but I did find, again, like everybody's different. I was doing the hormone creams and we were testing and I was not getting to appropriate levels. Okay. For, for our optimal levels for somebody in there, which we kind of geared towards somebody in their late thirties would have. So I was unable to achieve those levels with the creams. So I went to the pellets and as soon as I got the pellet, that was life altering for me. And that kind of brings up a great point that, you know, I know Dr. Rogers preaches a lot about is, is having a baseline level, you know, so that, you know, say you go through perimenopause or you're going through menopause, you have something to refer to yes, and to see know, what, where, know where to, you need to go. To see what your norm was. Yes. And of course I had not done that when I first saw him, but at least I knew my, I know my, what my normal levels were for like estrogen and progesterone mm-hmm. when I first saw him because I was not in menopause. And what's interesting about this, Fran, is not only did you read a bunch of books on this, but it also inspired you to go back and recertify because you're a physician's assistant and, and were for a while. Give us, tell us that story a little bit. So you, you're back to being a physician's assistant. Tell, tell everyone kind of what that's about. Well, I, um, every time I would come in to see Dr. Rogers <laughs> and, you know, I would, I would talk about different things. And then one day... He asked me something and I said, well, I'm a physician assistant. And he was like, what, what? You know all this stuff, you need to come work for me. And so that just kind of got the wheels spinning and I thought, well, I guess I could do this. And, and how long had it been at that point since you've practiced? I hadn't practiced since, um, gosh, now you're asking questions I can't even remember. Um, it had been a while. It had been 20 years. Okay. I had reboarded a okay. few times, and I had kept my license current. And then I was raising four teenagers, and I thought, why would I ever? Why would I ever go back to work? Um, you know, I don't have any time for no. myself. That would be crazy. And then I hit the empty nest, and I was like, gosh, I, I still have a whole life in front of me. I feel good. I have energy. Why wouldn't I do something? And you're, you're obviously, you're passionate about this. T- tell us a little bit about where that passion comes from, because you're, you, you've been interested from the beginning, it seems, as soon as you found, you know, these books and this therapy. Kind of tell us some of the passion behind your energy right now. I feel like it was so life-changing for me, getting on bioidentical hormones, that I just have this passion to help others. Mm-hmm. I I just enjoy helping people figure out what 
is wrong with them. I want everyone to live a vibrant, healthy life. I want them to wake up and have energy and I want them to realize it's possible. And if, you know, if you're, if you're hurting and you don't feel good, there are things that can be done. Um, yeah, I, I think that's so important and it's such a powerful message you, you have there is that there's things available, you know, there's hope. And I think, uh, you know, for a lot of men and women, there needs to be, you know, that, um, that sense of hope, you know, that message. Um, so, you know, I think that's, that's super powerful. That's super powerful in terms of what you're, how you're seeing that you can use what has helped you to help others. Well, and I think there's nothing like experience. I, I, I love the patients. I feel like being 55, um, I've been through a lot. I've had four kids. I understand what it's like to be a stressed out mom, mm-hmm. to gain weight, to not be able to sleep, to, you know, be married to the same man for <laughs> 30 years. And it just, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to that, that, that if you haven't been through it, you can't understand, like no offense, but you will never understand women's hormones no until you have experienced no men don't understand what it's like to feel great one day and the next day to be crying and have no idea why what is you know that is so interesting you say that and because i you know i I hear it and i certainly don't understand um that you know this feeling like you're crazy you know like what's going on here and you know you're not and, and I feel like, you know, so many people can relate to that, you know, and, and what's fun is that, you know, based on what I've seen with you guys is that there are answers, there are some things that you can do. And, uh, and it seems like a huge part of your mission is that, you know, helping people understand they don't need to feel this way, or they don't have to just say, I'm getting older. That's right. You, you can age differently if yeah. you choose to. Yeah, so interesting. And then, then again, what we do at Performance Medicine that I love is, you know, the bioidentical hormones are wonderful, but there still has to be patient participation. You you still have to look at your diet, look at your lifestyle, look at all aspects of your life. Just getting a hormone pellet or being on hormone creams is not going to be a magic bullet that is going to change everything. And I think that's really important to understand. Like, I think, because there's so many things that you can do that's going to allow, you know, the hormones to work better. You, you know, it's not a you know, a magic pill because there, there, there really isn't one. So I'm really glad you mentioned that. But, uh, but Fran, this has been such a blast. We're going we're gonna to stop there. Guys, thank you for, for checking out this episode of The Mid-Level Show. I'm with Fran Wilson in the Johnson City office, and we will always see you guys next time. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.